This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. Tis the season to start exploring the afterlife, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. Ange and I are welcoming our new friend, medium psychic Pandora, to our podcast. Hi. Hi. Good to see you guys. Well, hear you guys. <laughs> I know. It's it's so exciting to hear you too. I'm like excited and nervous because the whole concept of everything around mediums and, and psychics fascinates me, and there's always so many questions. And I know that today we're gonna explore a lot of different things like signs to look for, interpreting our dreams to see what's going on out there and just really understanding like, is it real Pandora? Well, yes, I do believe that it's real. Um, And there are tons of signs everywhere. Would you say that you have to be a believer in order to see these signs or are they there no matter what and people just choose to ignore them? Um, I feel that the signs are shown to us. It's just about awareness. It isn't even necessarily about belief. I think it's about being aware as we walk through life. You know, it's as simple as when you walk down the street and you trip on something because you weren't aware that there was something there in front of you. Your spirit guides, your loved ones in spirit are trying to place signs around you, just like that tripping over something. But maybe your mind is occupied elsewhere. So if you don't have that level of awareness, you can miss those signs, whether you're a believer or not. Before we get too deep into asking our own questions, like at what point in your life, Pandora, did you realize that you had this gift? Well, my situation is a little unique. Um, I grew up in a psychic family. So I was supported from the early, early days when I would say something that sounded, you know, to a normal person, a little weird, you know, like when I was three years old, riding in the car with my mother, talking about my past lives and how when I was here before, the cars looked very different. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's and intense. The, yeah, it was cool. Um, but instead of my mother being freaked out by it, she embraced it. She supported me. She asked questions and she didn't, you know, point at me and say, you're weird or you're <laughs> just a little girl who's having a fantasy moment. Right. Yeah. So it was um, an interesting experience growing up um, in a family where I did have that support. I mean, I think that it, it helped to empower me at a very young age. And so was this a, a power, for a lack of a better word, that you had to practice or was it just it's just there? Anything that we do in life, when we practice it, we get better. 
Um, so yes, there's natural abilities for sure. Um, I feel that everybody is born with natural abilities and that as we go through life, we tend to shelter them or shut them down, especially if we don't understand them. When you say you come from a psychic family, did that mean that they had those abilities too, or they just supported yours? Um, so my mother and my grandmother were psychic. Um, neither of them um, turned it into a profession, but they did do it with passion. I didn't ever have to, you know, call home to see what they needed to have picked up at the grocery store on That's my way home from so school. Crazy. I just knew. <laughs> So, um, you know, I was always getting those sort of psychic messages. So if you think about it, um, a psychic message or an intuitive message is sort of like a text message, right? Because it's coming from somewhere, it drops into your head, and then you respond to it. If you had to explain a text message to someone who had never seen a phone, who never knew that um, text could go through the ethers and then poof, hand, be in that little box in your hand. Yeah. They wouldn't understand it either. But psychic messages sort of work the same way. I, I don't I don't know. Like, I feel like we all have moments where we're like, oh, I just had this vision, but you don't know if it was real or not. Like, how do you even follow up on that truth? Um, practicing it and giving yourself credit when you're right. So I always talk about um, when we get a an intuitive hit or a, a psychic message to write it down. If it's something that seems just a little bit too vivid, but it might not make complete sense to you, write it down. Say, this is what I saw. This is what I felt. And then just leave it there. See what happens. Be aware. Watch the next couple of weeks to see if that event happens, because usually those messages come in a couple of weeks before the event happens. Oh, that's so crazy. Wow. And same thing with psychic dreams. If it's a dream that seems really vivid and possibly has some information in it that mm, looks different than other dreams, you know, more detailed, more vivid, something where you can really see an entire scene in your mind, you want to write those down so that you can give yourself credit for when those things start to take place. Because that's really how you um, empower yourself to trust your gift. I 100% experience the whole dream part because there's sometimes where I'll dream something and literally the next day or maybe two days later, something happens. One time I dreamt that, um, you know, like that my car totally like spun out and where couple days later, I didn't really like spin out and crash my car, but my entire car just stopped working. I had to get a whole new car. So I feel like I'm wow. always getting signs before something happens. Yeah, that's awesome. That means that you're trusting those signs too. Maybe at the time you're not sure exactly what the details are going to be, but mm -hmm. you're getting the high points, you right. know? So that's your higher self coming through with that wisdom, but also also you have the protection from your spirit guides and loved ones in spirit who will try and get you those messages. And that's what I was going to ask you. If it wasn't necessarily her abilities, not to say that she doesn't have them, but if there was someone that's looking out for her, because we will talk about this in a little bit too. Ange lost her mom at a young age and there's still, you know, ties there and probably longing for, you know, a mom's presence in certain situations while maybe she's looking out for her daughter. Now, before we get too deep into Ange's story, Pandora, like if you are a person that has lost a loved one, and I know we kind of explore this idea this time of year, but at any time of year, how do you know or what are we looking for to know if there's a presence around us? So what I would say for the average person having signs 
show up like the the cold air in only one specific room of your house. And it only shows up, you know, at a certain time, like every Saturday at a certain time. Watch that pattern. Pay attention to that pattern. That is likely a spirit visit. Now, determining who that person is, it's a little bit more complicated, of course, unless you have a medium that you're working with who can give you more details. But there are times where the sign or the symbol is extremely detailed and there's no doubt that that sign is from that person. I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, And I I don't feel like my situation is necessarily that unique just because I've spoken with so many people with loved ones in spirit. There are very specific signs that they can give us. Um, So my mother um, in her life was an actress as well. So something that she had around her a lot were different wigs for each character that she played. Mm. So she had bobby pins. So from the time I was a little girl, there were bobby pins in my house. Um, After she passed unexpectedly, I started finding bobby pins. When I was having a bad day and I was walking down the street or I was contemplating something, trying to make a decision, I'm walking down the street and there is a bobby pin in front of me in my path, literally under my foot. So she wore red wigs a lot. So she had the copper colored bobby pins and I only find copper colored bobby pins. So that's how specific a spirit can be when they want to give us a message. Oh my gosh, that gives That's me chills. Amazing. But it's also so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I would imagine if you're if at first when you start seeing those things, did you find it peaceful or was it kind of scary? Um, well, because I came from the family and knowing that my mother would go to, you know, any length to get a message to me, it was like sort of expected. Yeah. It wasn't scary to me. It was like, wow, well, that's pretty creative. You know, that <laughs> you're not giving me a coin. You're not giving <laughs> me a feather. You're giving me something that's specifically yours. You know, and in um, the case of both of my parents, they collected owls. So owl figurines um, will pop up in really odd places for me too. If I'm needing a little message or a sign, you know, like I'm in the linen section at Macy's and there's an owl figurine that does not belong there, you know? So things like that. And that's how your guides are going to jump in or your loved ones are going to jump in is they're going to sort of hit you with this sign that you can't miss if you're aware. I mean, what would be a reason why any other spirit, I guess for lack of a better word, I don't really know the proper terminology as we talk about this stuff, but you know, what would be a reason why one would be lingering in a space that maybe wasn't related to you or trying to give you a sign? Is Does that happen too? Do you find that random spirits come to people? Um, so our spirit guides can come through to us. Um, spirit guides have not incarnated on the earth. So they have not been in a body on the earth. These are spirits that are waiting to incarnate. So they may come in to protect you at a time or redirect you. Um, I'm sure we've all had it at times in our lives where you get ready to cross the street and something stops you. You get that feeling like, oh, I better not cross now or, oh, I better look twice. And then you narrowly miss a car going by too close or a bike or something like that. So those are the moments where our spirit guides are actually present because they give us that tap on the head or the little uh, tickle feeling in the solar plexus uh, gut. So we have them and then there are other experiences that um, 
some of my clients have had where they move into a home and it seems like there's a spirit that still lingers within that space. Yeah. Um, that isn't necessarily a haunting, but that's just a, a soul that uh, has not released their attachment to that physical location. But they're not necessarily um, negative or dark. These are benevolent spirits. I mean, I have seen with certain clients that, you know, here's this new house, everything feels fine. I can explain to them where the energy goes and they can confirm that that's what it feels like. They hear footsteps going from the back of the house to the front of the house with a repeated pattern. And I see that this person was someone who used to guard the property, like a security guard, you know, so um, people stay in that energetic pattern sometimes when their soul is not ready to fully go to the other side because they have um, unfinished business energetically. It's so crazy. I wish I knew you back when, because... I swear I had a roommate when I lived in New York. I lived in Manhattan in this old building and I was like, there's somebody that comes and lays down with me all the time that sits next to me on my couch, walks behind me like and it was a little kid. Like I could feel this. But I don't know. That was just me feeling like crazy. But I mean, having a medium when you're in these types of situations probably would have given me a lot more clarity because I was terrified at first because it was too close. Yeah. um, So I'll tell you for sure, especially when it's a a child spirit, um, they do get playful. You know, it makes you feel a little bit weird initially, but then once you recognize them and you maybe joke a little bit about it, like, oh, hi, good to see you again. You know, like you give them acknowledgement. That's really ultimately what that um, spirit is looking for. And I do um, feel strongly that you did have a spirit there, um, but that in her past, she did not stay connected to that apartment that you were in. I feel like she was a little girl from downstairs and she used to go upstairs to your unit And that's where she used to hang out with one of the neighbors or maybe the neighbor babysit for her Hmm. because that was her fun space and where she lived was below. I tell Ange and and Krista all the time that I find myself in situations where I feel often not just in my old apartment in New York, but a couple of different times. Not now as much, thank goodness, where I live, but it's always a kid. And I looked up online because I didn't know what to do. And it told me, I read this article that was like, just talk to it. And so I did. I was like, I don't feel like playing tonight. I need to go to sleep because I would be sleeping and I would feel weight on my body. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, I had a similar experience with a, a little girl spirit when I um, moved into a place when I was in my 20s. And of course, you know, I'm open to seeing things. So it isn't necessarily a scary thing, but it is startling when you're walking through your house and you feel something. Yeah. You know, it's like what the heck is going on? And it was a little Native American girl. And she had lived there before, like a long time before. And she used to wait until I went to bed at night and she was standing in my bedroom doorway. It was like she was waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Then I would walk into the bedroom and she would go into my kitchen. And that's where she would sleep. Because that was like her room previously before the building had been, you know, turned into condos and all that stuff. Before I pass you over to Ange so she can ask you some things about her mom. When we take our time to pray and talk to our loved ones, like I talk to my grandmother a lot throughout the day. Can she hear me? Um, They definitely feel the energy. Um, It lifts their spirit as well, lifts their energy when they are remembered, when they're celebrated, when they're talked about. So they definitely, definitely feel that. Um, I feel, too, that um, especially when we can set up a space where we honor those who've passed on in our home in some way, um, 
And it can just be something as small as one photograph. And when you pass by that photograph, you think about that memory, you think about that person, and you send them love. Mm-hmm. That keeps that energetic connection really fully alive. I mean, and what do you do to think about your mom every day? I guess. I don't know. I don't really think about her every single day. I guess when I'm just like going through it or if I'm watching like certain movies or shows, sometimes I'll like think about her. I And I think I told you this, Pandora. Um, I remember when I was little and me and my dad had came home and we were in the room just watching TV. All of a sudden I hear footsteps as if, you know, someone's wearing high heels. I knew I wasn't crazy because my dad even peeked out of the room. And then when we both peeked out, our bathroom door shut. So I don't know if that's her or somebody else in our house. (laughs) Um, And then another instance, I Mm -hmm. was going to bed and, you know, I yelled out, you know, good night to my dad. I heard good night back, except it was a woman's voice. I guess my question is, would that be her or would that be somebody else? Um, No, I definitely feel like it was her, um, especially when there is a passing unexpected or unusual timing. So she passed young. She would want to stay connected to you in a more dynamic way. Yeah, it's crazy because I don't really know anything about her. Like, I don't know her favorite color. I don't even know what the sound of her voice sounded like. So I guess I just want to know, you know, what her dreams were, what she sounded like, what she envisioned, I guess, for me. Well, she's giving me um, very big messages of seeing you in um, a a very uh, girly image um, and um, ballet dance and movement. That was her big hope for you is that you would be able to have that freedom to express yourself and to really be joyous in that energy of dance. That's so funny because I danced for 17 years. That was something that made her um, really happy to to watch and to see. Um, She is definitely... Um, in your home space and she's clear about the fact that she would change what you have going on by your entryway when you first walk in to your apartment Um, she's like what's all this and she wants it moved she wants the energy very clear around your your entryway (laughs) <laughs> and is your entryway cluttered? That You know what's really crazy? I get yelled at probably every day. I live with my dad um, and I get yelled at every day because my shoes are everywhere. They're just thrown <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. So at least you can confirm that message. I'm going to go home and clean my shoes today. <laughs> and for you to hear Pandora even describe your mom who you don't know, like, does that give you some peace? Um, yeah, it definitely gives me peace. I still obviously have a lot of questions because like I said, like I, I don't know anything about her. I was two years old when she passed and she did have lung cancer. She's also showing me that, um, in order for you to feel, uh, stronger and more trusting with your connections with people in relationships of all kinds is to remind yourself how resilient you have been in your whole life because you have formed relationships after having such a great loss as a child. This is pretty powerful and inspiring, actually, Pandora. I mean, that's kind of one of the words that I would use because just to know that, you know, there's people out there that want to see you do good because maybe even in this life, you look around and you don't feel like you have allies or you feel like there's tough moments. There's a a kind of peace in knowing that the people that love you on the other side are still there and helping guide you forward. Exactly. 
Now, yes, they definitely are. And you can invite them in, you know, by talking to them, you can invite them, you can pray to them, you can ask them for help, but ask them to join you in your current life. You know, don't, don't forget about them. That's their biggest fear. So Pandora, before we let you go, what would you say to somebody that has thought about reaching out to a medium, has thought about it, but, you know, hesitated or was scared for any reason? What would you say to encourage someone to talk to someone like you to get their answers? Closure is a hard thing to have on your own. So when you don't discuss um, these feelings and and these energies, it's hard to get there. So talking to a professional, someone who is um, a highly skilled medium who you feel um, an alliance with, so someone who you're drawn to. So whether it's the way that they express themselves on their YouTube channel or on their website, Instagram, whatever, and you feel a connection that this person um, knows what they're talking about and that they're trustworthy, that's the direction that you want to go. Even if there is a medium that you have, uh, someone referred you to and you feel that feeling in your gut, like, oh, I don't really trust this person. Don't go to them. Mm-hmm. That means that you're not a good energetic fit. <laughs> Somebody's looking out for you and blocking you from the wrong medium. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that really, I mean, that's the way to to trust yourself is to just check in with that feeling in your gut. We've got that there for a reason. Yeah. Okay. So having um, someone who can translate some of the messages for you from the other side helps because that's ultimately what a medium is. We are translators. You know, we bring through messages um, from another language, another realm that you can't really hear right now, but we can help you to um, settle some maybe unanswered questions or bring some comfort and let you know what those signs are that they're trying to leave for you. If hearing Pandora's voice makes you feel good and like you would want to talk to her, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Um, So I have a website and my website is pandorap.com. And uh, otherwise I can give up my phone number. I'm in Chicago and I do want to say this. I can do this at a distance. Obviously, I have an international client base. And just like we're doing it now over the phone, I do that with a lot of people or over Skype too. That's so awesome. Uh, Yeah. So my phone number is 773-354-6035. And we'll post it too, just to make it easier for people to get a hold of you. And believe Pandora, you're going to be hearing from me in the future. (laughs) Anytime, Nina, I would love that. Oh my gosh. Same. There's lots to discuss. So I'll I'll save that for it. I'll save that for another day and save everybody my business. But... (laughs) I do want to thank you for being so open and sharing your gifts and answering all of these questions because I think it's still just something that not everybody is able to understand or wrap their head around it. Even as a believer, it's hard for me to, you know, wrap my head around so much of this, but it's very cool. And we thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nina and Ange. This has been great. And please give Ange's mom our love. Okay. Thank you for tapping (laughs) into her for us. Yes, for sure. And sending energy to everybody and just have a great day, you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 